All right, now it says we're live, so let's we're do live. this. Shut up! I love you. But <laughs> shut up! Shut up! This is this this is how things start, um, and usually we have to wait at least you know like oh we have zero we have zero people we have zero people we've made it to zero. All right, that's a start. But there's a rule that we have with this show, like so. What I do, Adam, we have a special guest today. You'll hear about that in a minute when we actually have viewers. <laughs> we have one. We have one. All so right. the rule is I don't start the intro until we have three or if we hit five minutes with less than one. <laughs> because otherwise, what's what's an intro if nobody uh, two? Exactly. See, we're we're growing, we've doubled. We're creeping. All right. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Wait, and everybody knows when we hit three, when we hit three, we it's start intro that. time. It's intro time. We uh, four. There we go. All right, we've hit All more than right. three. It's time for the intro. Ready? And here we go. I'm telling you, the production value never gets old. Never. It the just fact, doesn't. And it's it's as iconic as The Simpsons that you change it every week. Yeah, well, I you gotta, you gotta take from the best, right? Oh, you know, I, I spotted the froth. It popped in for just a second, <laughs> and froth, that was it. Froth was there. Froth was was a wordle the day after we talked about frothy and, and being frotherized. Unfrotherized. So, yeah, we are frotherized, so... Welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to Cover to Covered. There's five of you here, so hi, all five of you. I hope you're good. And those of you that are watching uh, after the fact, hi anyway. Um, the only difference between now and then is that you can't ask questions live. Uh, let's. Oh, we have two comments already. Oh, and Ducky already is, is already. <laughs> Ducky's already Most in the him. chat. He barely has left the building, and he's already in the chat. So that just tells you about Ducky's life. Ducky has no life, and he just wants to chat on a podcast that takes place in a store he just left. Literally left three minutes ago. So, hey, Ducky. Way to go. Hey, Big Duck. Bully. Shut up! Bully on you. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. So, yes. Welcome to episode 12 of Cover to Covered. My name is Mike Venezia. Down below is Mr. Nick Morocco. And we have a special guest. Special. Ladies and gentlemen. We would like to introduce the one, the only, Shreddy Betty, Adam Phillips. Yeah. Adam Phillips, formerly of the band Propane, currently of the band Endorphin and lots of other things. Vola, endorsee artist, and my cousin, to be honest. So yeah. Which oh, of yeah. those is most important? You can decide. Uh, I'm going with the latter of all of them because, you know, hey, yes. blood is thicker than water and thicker than guitars, but not thicker than my skull. Or thicker so. than his tone. Th blood. Thick tone. Thick blood tone. is not thicker than tone. <laughs> you know. How about though? I posted that picture, Mike, of of Ducky and I with Adam in my quick yeah. little Nam recap, and Mark Garney thought it was you. He was like, "Hey, Mike, where's Roger?" <laughs> I saw well, that. 
it's close. I mean, like we're, we're cousins, you know, like he's like my cousin's son. So, but we're only like eight years apart. So, you know, my family has everybody, my dad and my mom were the youngest in their family. So everybody was like vastly older than them. So all of, all the cousins that are my age are not actually my direct cousins. They're always like the son or daughter of an actual first cousin. So you pass as being related is the point. Oh, for sure. For sure. I see the resemblance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, we both have eyes. Yeah. We both have <laughs> beards and, and no we hair. both are, are follically challenged. Yes. <laughs> so, and we both play guitar. Uh, yeah. though one of us plays way freaking better than the other. Yeah. So, there is that. So, Adam, welcome to the show. Adam's uh, joining us fresh Thanks from NAM. Uh, so, we're going to be uh, talking a bit today about a few different things. We're going to be talking about our normal things. We're going to, you know, talk about what we're listening to now. We're going to talk about a cover song that we like and discovered. We're going to talk about this song sucks at the end. So, make sure you stick around because that's when all the fireworks happen. Uh, but we're going to start off by talking about a NAM recap, and we're also going to get into our main topic. Which are which is the best bands you've never heard. Now, mind you that these are bands that you may may very well have heard, but that might be you. Generally speaking, these are bands that. Oh, I'm gonna kill Roger. He's knocking records over now. Oh my god! <laughs> Get he's your like, goddamn toy out of here. All right. He's like, so, I hate records. He's like, I hate that band. This song sucks. And he's like well, knocking he all my it. crap over. Uh, but anyway. So these are bands that you may know, but most people don't. Uh, if you do know them, that's awesome. If not, maybe we're exposing you to something new. These are not a top 10. Like I always say, it's not a top 10 list or anything like that because top 10 lists are wrong. Wrong. Because they are completely subjective. So these picks are subjective as well. And you may think that band is huge, but it might be big in like Joliet, Illinois, and that's where you are uh, and nowhere else. So... You know, please understand that these are subjective picks. Some you may have heard of, some you may not have. In fact, there's some that these guys picked that I have no idea who they are, and I'm actually happy for that because this show is as much about exposing all of us to new music as it is about all of you new music. So we hope you enjoy that portion of it. Um, Nick, how are you? I'm all right. I'm still tired. From Nam, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm still worn out. Same here, not, man. I, not that I got... I got crazy or nothing because I didn't, but no. just it was like way quicker trip than it normally is. I mean, Mike, you can attest to this. Usually yeah. we're there Wednesday, sometimes even Tuesday. The show normally starts on Thursday, but yeah. we came in Thursday afternoon and we were out of there early Sunday morning. So it's a lot for your body to adjust to, at least for us, because we got the three. It's a three hour difference for us. So when I went to bed on Thursday night, I had been up for like 25 hours or something, 26 yeah, somebody hours. Somebody panics about planes and, you know, let's review what Nick had to do to be calm on the plane. I gave him this suggestion and I hope that it was something that worked. You can tell me, Nick. Oh, wait, no, we didn't. I can't get into that. It's very blue and very X-rated, but you did get upgraded to first class. So you said you had a very comfortable flight. So. I did. And there was no rough air on the way there. And then even coming back, there was only rough air for like five or six minutes. It was by far the smoothest plane ride I've ever been on. So I was very grateful for that because, yes, Good. I have a terrible fear of flying that most folks do not understand and think by just stating facts that I already know that it's going to help, but it doesn't help. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like 25,000 planes have ever gone down out of like 2 billion flights. Like some, like the chances of you, not only that, but the chances of you actually dying in a plane crash is like, 
it's it's not a lot. I don't remember the number, but it's something ridiculous. But anyway, so glad to hear you're doing well. What's the name of your store? Rock City Music Company. Located, Where is it? Located in Livonia, Michigan. Just Where can outside we find of you. Just outside of Detroit. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, any of those other platforms you like to use, or visit our website, rockcitymusicco.com. Awesome sauce. Awesome. There you sauce. have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great show. Thank you so much. Can you and tell go. me, Mike, because that, that is a phrase that I can't stand. Can you tell me exactly what awesome sauce is? It's a sauce that happens to be better than good. In so fact, it's better like, than so great. So it's mustard? It is awesome sauce. Therefore, you know, the two words. That's on the list of ones I, I'm not a fan of either. All the right. Other well, two? you know what? You could both go scratch. So this is my show and somewhat <laughs> Nick's show. Like, I don't care. I, I pull rank on this one. Awesome sauce is a thing. I've been I here five minutes. I'm like, you know what? I don't like. Yeah, and right. Get off the lawn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's great. See, this is what happens here. So awesome sauce. Anyway, so uh, Adam, Adam Phillips. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show, my man. Thanks for having not me. Like, not like it's, it's been a while since we've seen each other. It's been uh, it's been three not, days, I think. Yeah, like seventy-two yes. hours. Yeah, something like that. But uh, always good to see you. It's been three years since the last time I saw you, or two yes. and a half years. The last time I saw you was was Nam twenty twenty, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, it, we, and then we were stuck apart for almost yes. three years. But you can't keep us apart, man. No, so Nam brought us all back together. It uh, does. So Adam, let's before we get into the Nam thing, let's let everybody know who you are. You play guitar. I do. I do. I play guitar for the band Endorphin. Um, it's sort of an oddball metal band. I would say a cross between um, Mr. Bungle, Pantera, and uh, I don't know Primus. System of Down. That's fair. We're all over the place. That's fair. Yeah, it's all over the map. Um, you we got some Zappa flavoring going on in there a little too, bit. We're all sure. we're all fans of, of Zappa and, and Bungle yep. and and anything odd. We, we that's kind of how we do things here. Like we don't. Oh, we just lost Mike. Where'd he go? I don't we're, know. We're hosting out. the show by <laughs> ourselves, Adam. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll just continue on with that then. Um, <laughs> we'll catch up. <laughs> um. So yeah, we just, it's a bit of an oddball band. Um, we were around active from like Oh one until, Oh, there he is. I, he I don't know turn. what the hell just happened, but I'm glad you guys are still here. So, okay. For those of you that look, we, we met, we lost three people in the time that I had disappeared. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, I was uh, just giving a little background on endorphin. We were active from Oh one to Oh seven. And, um, then had some lineup changes, including my departure. And then I went off to play guitar in propane which I did for, I think, nine years. Would I and, be correct in saying Long Island's own propane? Yeah. Yeah. Originally, those guys are from Baldwin. Yep. They're, they're so. a Baldwin band. They came out of the ashes of the Crumb Suckers, if anybody knows who that is. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Old school NYHC. Yeah. And I uh, actually got to do a, one gig with the Crumb Suckers. It was a reunion ah. show. Um, ah, nice. Their guitar player, Dave Wynn, couldn't do the, the gig. I guess he just apparently doesn't have the chops anymore which is kind of strange, but that's a rough one. So I, I offered to do it. It was really fun. Played black and blue bowl. I got to play. Um, uh, it was the old Ritz, which. Oh, nice. Into, uh, I can't remember the Webster hall. That's what it became. Yep. Um, did that. And then uh, we got some show offers and some touring offers and some offers to play 
overseas and had some festival offers for like Hellfest and things like that. I thought it was going to become a thing and it just kind of didn't. Uh, we had some issues with certain members of the band that weren't uh, mentally stable enough to do what we wanted to do, but By the that's way, okay. I need to, uh, I need to interrupt for one second. Sure. To clarif- help clarify for both of you gentlemen, somebody that is on my wavelength. Awesome sauce is indeed. <laughs> I know Jerry, like a, that's so the definition. <laughs> it is sauce. That is awesome. So I had it right. I'm just saying, therefore, I want to just say about about Adam playing in propane. So like I, I told him this the other day when Mike brought Mike brought it up on Thursday night when we were at dinner. He's like, yeah, my cousin, you know, he, he's uh, he's in Vola and Dorsey. And he goes, he used to be in propane. And I was like, no way. Really? Like the propane? And he's like, yeah. And, and then I proceeded to tell Mike what I told you that we always joke that my dog Rocco his favorite band is propane because he's like a because he's because he's a pit bull and he's you know he's yeah thrashing himself around. Yeah, right. That's what Adam said. So Mike, when I met Adam in the Vola booth the other day, so I, I totally goldfished him. I go, I go, hey, uh, are you Mike's cousin? He's like, Yeah. I go, hey, how you doing? I'm Nick. And I go, So you were in propane? And he goes, Yeah. And I go, Did you play on Death Wish? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I did. And I go, sweet <laughs> then he introduced himself i'm like oh okay, you're nick okay, okay. Yeah. past that nonsense and the awkward yeah yeah, yeah okay great well death wish is just dude, that that's a killer tune dude that's that's a hell of a track oh uh, it was a fun song to play we guitars, speaking of all the guitars i think somebody may know this person yes we hey. do know that person Mr. Greg. He asked the question, ever heard the tale of the lonely dead clown? <laughs> I have. And so have you, Adam. I know you've heard that tale. <laughs> we'll keep the inside jokes yes. inside. How about that one? So, hello to Greg from Vola Guitars. I think um, I think I laughed more this past weekend than I have in two years. Uh, oh, and I yeah, laugh a lot. I love that's laugh, all coming man. up. Yeah, that's all going to come up in that NAM recap for sure. Oh, especially God. all the new band names that we've created and uh, bandied about. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be a good one. So, uh, but then Adam, you were in you were in propane for forever. Yeah. So what are you doing now? What are you working on now? Uh, so Endorphin is back together. We have a brand new EP recorded. We've already written another five songs for another EP. I'm playing in a really awesome blues band, and I can say that because I just like joined the band. It's not my band that I started, and uh, but yeah, all the musicians in that band are just like up here, man. It's blues and funk and like rock and blues. It's not your like beep 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 beep. beep. It's I don't really dig into that. Like it's rock and blues stuff, uh, and that's called the company. I am in a um an old school Metallica tribute band only play the first five records and very selective about the fifth record. Uh, I was going to say very selective about the fifth record, but uh, that band is called whiplash. And then I'm also in a hardcore band called trauma bonds with Jeff golden, who is uh, ex crowbar and a goat whore. Well, around here, we only do covers of Load, Reload, and St. Anger. Those are the three albums that we consider (laughs) classic Metallica. (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) You know that not to be true. Not at all. We are also filled with sarcasm. (laughs) Because those albums suck. Terrible. They are terrible. Again, as we say every week, Metallica, Lars, if, if you're watching, you know, Kirk, please come on the show. 
and explain yourselves. Um, so anyway, you know, we're big fans of the first four and a half albums. It's first first two yes. and a half for me. Uh, yeah, because you don't like Orion. What? What's wrong with you? He's a moron. <laughs> it goes nowhere. That's one of the greatest Metallica songs ever written. <laughs> no, no, let's not let's not even go there. It's not time for that. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna change the segment, the last segment of this show from this song sucks to this host sucks. <laughs> and it's just, gonna... just about you. It's exclusively about you, Mike. No, it's framed. You know what's gonna happen? Here's what's gonna happen. It's gonna wind up being one person. And let's see if I can make that happen. Uh, no, I can't. I can't do it right now. You couldn't blow me right up. But see, you tried to. I want well, I could. I could just keep I just boot you. Uh, do, <laughs> Wait, can you make that can you make the little graphic go with like the guy with the broom like from carol burnett show like sweeping the, i got like sandman kind of like coming yeah. out on like the stage at, at like uh showtime at the apollo like yeah oh yeah that was it <laughs> there you go oh wait look at this look at it right here it says remove from stream oh okay oh just in case they get out of control <laughs> actually we have some really cool features on this that people in the chat don't know about we can put you in a timeout like there's literally like a timeout like i get there's a timeout function if you're being like a douche timeout so yeah (laughs) it's fantastic anyway all right enough about that so adam welcome to the show uh nick welcome back from nam i am welcoming myself back the 90 minutes away from nam so here we are we are back we are on and let's go there so we had uh what is called the nam show this past weekend in anaheim it's usually a four-day show and it's usually in january and uh, for those of you that don't know nam stands for uh national association of music merchants and essentially it's a big mucky muck show that all of us vendors i work for a vendor we all go and we set up booths and some have just what would they call pipe and drape where literally there's pipes holding drapes and that is their booth or some go a little bit more elaborate like we do where we have rooms in a separate part of the convention center and we all show our wares you know whether they be new or existing models or what have you and it's not open to the public though you'd be surprised because like I'd say the show is like 80% the public somehow yep. Yep. Uh, and 20% dealers. So, um, but anyway, that normally happens in January, obviously because of the whole dreaded Rona things got pushed back for a while. There wasn't one last year in January. They were going to do it in January, pushed it out to June because they were afraid of everybody getting the Rona. Um, Good call on their part. Yeah. Well, people still got the Rona. I got reports yep. already. So did oh well there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. I've been testing negative every day, so I'm I'm good. But uh but yeah, so anyway, it happened. It's three days this time around, so it was just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So like Nick was saying, we all went up a little bit later than usual, spent less time than usual, but I think we had just as many laughs. Yes. So uh um, yes. So, Nick, from your perspective, all three of us worked the show in one way or another. I worked for my vendor. Adam was a product specialist, and Nick, as a dealer, walked around the show. So, Nick, what did you see? Did you see anything that would be cool for musicians out there that they should want to check out? Like, what were some cool things that you saw? There was a lot of great product that I saw from from marquee vendors. You know, there's some great new stuff coming from uh, Ibanez. A uh, new uh, Steve Vipia that's coming out in powder blue that looks really cool. Um, there's a new Nita Strauss model, Jiva, that was a great playing guitar. Uh, we've had Nita at the store, and she's awesome. She's a great player, and, and the beautiful. guitars and beautiful. Just wanted the, to say that. 
the guitars they make uh, for her, her signature models are fantastic. There's also a new Joe Satriani anniversary model that's all gold. Like, and what I'm saying, it's gold. It's gold. It's yeah, gold. It's very gold. It's very gold. It's gold everything. Gold fret markers, solid gold body, gold pickup covers, gold everything. It's very gold. It's very gaudy, but it's very cool. So I love that stuff. Um, Got to talk about the Vola stuff that I saw with Adam. Great stuff going on there. Those guys are really doing something special. Um, Happy to be on board with them. Crazy yeah, those- cool, cool craftsmanship. They're they're awesome guitars. I mean, um, a little background about Vola for anybody who doesn't know. The um the company's been around since 2015. The um factory is in Japan, so all the guitars are Japanese made, but there is a USA custom shop in Temecula, uh, which is in California. And um these guys can do anything you want. Um, as far as the the production line models go, my favorite thing about them is the versatility, but I think like it's really cool. They they found a way to make an everyman guitar and a boutique guitar in the same time and just kind of squash it together. So you've got that quality and like a diversity of a boutique guitar where you're like, holy crap, what is this? Where has this been? But it's affordable and it plays like an everyman guitar. Like you're like, you can just pick it up and and, and rock. Yes. And That's and great. it sticks and it sticks out no matter where it is. It's got this very unique look to them. And I don't yeah. mean that in a bad way, because you could say that about a lot of guitars <laughs> that you see at NAM. You go, well, it's unique. And you don't necessarily mean it in the best way. For Vola, I do mean it. It's great stuff. And like you're saying, the components, you get a lot of bang for your buck there. The craftsmanship's outstanding on, on the J- Japan stuff and especially on the USA stuff. I got to play a couple USA models there and they're, they are they are fantastic. So those guys are yeah. are really Greg and Scott. They're those guys are doing some fantastic stuff over there. So that was cool. And then the last thing I want to touch on because of course I'm a drummer. Talk slow. I'm a drummer. Uh, the 50th anniversary Ludwig kits of the uh, Vista Light drums. Nice. Uh, yeah, they did a solid red um, that looked amazing. I had to stare at it for a while. Because I had to convince myself I don't need another drum kit because I have 12 of them. So I don't need another one. But those drums look fantastic. They're built just like the old school ones. They sound great. I know that because some guy that had no business playing went up and he hit the kick drum with his knuckle. And that, you know, gave him the determination that it sounded good. <laughs> because that's that's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know. You just and I'm sure we're going to get drum. into this. But some of the the shit that these people do, and you can tell the people who aren't in the industry, right? Like, Mike, you just mentioned how all three of us are in the industry in a different way, right? You can instantly spot the people that have nothing to do with this industry other than that they play an instrument. And, for example, the guy, when I was going up the escalator to go upstairs, Mike, to see your booth, and uh, he was uh, he was drumming with sticks on the escalator as if somebody's gonna you know be coming down the escalator going man those are great you know those are great rudiments you got there let me give you an endorsement (laughs) well i you know uh, escalator drumming is a lost art it actually started back in the late 1500s and it's been there was no escalators yeah exactly they just called it drumming and they didn't do it on escalators oh wait a minute it just it blows my mind every time i'm there to see the people that because you know that's why they're there they're there because they think they're gonna get free shit so whether it's a 
Yeah, go I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead, Nick. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, no, I was just going to so, say you could. The, you usually the ones with with a free hat or a bag or a lanyard, yep. or they're dressed like they're going on stage with Poison in '86, and and they want free free guitars because they think that dude, that's how it works, even though that's not how it works. Tons of them. I, I think I was one of like 30 people at Nam without a rev hat this year. Yeah, I <laughs> free. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing you know it. What? I'm not going right, to be. Rev makes great amplifiers. Amazing amps. Awesome stuff. They make amazing amplifiers. They make a lot of hats. <laughs> a lot of hats. <laughs> it they was really like, do. if you didn't have a rev hat, you, you weren't no at Nam. I guess I'm no one because. I did not wind up with a red. I hat. saw them going around and I was like, oh, they must be given away. And then I saw that they were doing that. You can win an app if you're spotted with the, the rev hat on and yeah. we pick you. And I was like, I love rev amps. They're cool, but like, mm, I don't, don't want to be that guy. People at like the orange booth wearing rev hats. Like that yeah, right. would be <laughs> asking for a free orange bag. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> you know, you put you know, extra rev hat in. You know, it was killer just on this point. When I was standing there talking to Adam for the first time at the Vola booth, we were in the middle of a conversation and this lady came up and says to Adam, because, you know, he had a Vola tag on her, a shirt or whatever. And and she was like, hey, um, excuse me. And Adam's like, yeah, yeah. How can I help you? And uh, she goes, uh, do you have any more of those Vola bags that I see people walking around with? So Greg gave her a bag. And then she just disappeared. It was like she saw somebody else had a free Vola bag, so she had to have one too. Here's here's the clue, people that go to Nam that aren't really musicians. Um, the merch is not for you. <laughs> let's just let's just spell it out. It's for you know if you want to learn about a product, you want to try a product, you, you you're interested, you're a fan of the product, come say hi to any of us, and we'll hook you up. But if it's just like excuse me can i just have a bag um don't i heard that 700 times yeah over the course of three days yeah. i love uh, that adam said that about the rev hats because ducky and i kept going look there's another rev hat <laughs> at one point we saw an entire family like that looked like they came over from disneyland they crossed the street and got into nam and there was four kids and then the mom and dad and all of them had rev hats on. all right you know what would have been better is if the red hats had like mickey ears. the rev hats had mickey ears <laughs> oh they should make that those would have been that's the idea for vola for next year Vola hats with ears. <laughs> All right, Greg. All right, we're going to have to pitch that to Sean. <laughs> I think he left already. But either way, uh, yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, Adam, you were a, being a product specialist. So you were working at a booth kind of, well, handing yeah. out bags, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I was a bag the, specialist. <laughs> a bag specialist. You should have put it on some people's heads around them this time around. That's for sure. Man, the ugly people came out. Um, but, we all have faces for radio, sir. Yeah, yes. exactly. You know, I, why Why am I in front of the camera? Because I bought this camera. <laughs> That's the only reason why I'm in front of this it. camera. You know, there's, there's no, I'm, I'm definitely not one to talk in, in, in that regard. But uh, so what did, what did you find? You know, like we're, you know, we're there, you know, you've worked at the Vola, you've been at the Vola booth before as a product specialist doing demos and things of that nature. So yeah. how is this year different in that regard? Like, did you, uh, have people that was there more name recognition were there more people saying how much they like the brand or was it yes. mainly oh. people interested in carrying it no i definitely noticed a lot more recognition a lot of people said that they were seeing um they were seeing uh, gear reviews of vola online a lot because i know there are a lot of like gear review youtube channels that have been 
have been blasting the product out there and giving it rave reviews like all of the guitars that they've tried they're like this is awesome uh ola england did a review on a vola guitar and he loved it he absolutely loved it he's like this is a cool guitar man this is just just awesome i love it for, for those of you that don't know ola england is one of the darlings of youtube he does great demos and funny videos and he's yeah. a Swedish, right? He's Swedish. Yeah, he's a Swede. Um, he's a very nice guy too. Really super, nice super guy. Sweet guy. Re- very long hair. Great. Player. Very long hair. <laughs> um, and uh, and one of the you know one of those really cool you know YouTubers that you want to watch. Unlike us, you, know, you yeah. definitely don't want to watch us. I do this because I beg and plead for people to watch, and we have five people watching. My own girlfriend <laughs> left the chat or yeah, left like, the I'm video. Out. She's like, I'm out of yeah. here. Well, she sees you often. Yeah, she does. She doesn't want to hear about this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, continue on. Oh, um, now that we get background on Ola. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did see a lot more people that were noticing, um, the guitars. Hey, Vola guitars. I've been seeing those, man. I've been seeing the the gear reviews and things like that. So we did get a lot more recognition on that. Um, it was a little different this year because there weren't actually performances by Vola artists. Um, I I was lucky most anyone. No, there was there was Very this is a weird this was a really weird year at Nam. There was no dime bash. There were no after parties. Uh, no if there were, they were very very few. Yeah, there were there were. It was just a strange Nam. No performances except like a random Stevie Wonder performance, from what I heard. And um, but Stevie Wonder plays every year. He's every like, year. He, exactly. Did he play Stevie really? Wonder, he did. He did. And apparently Aldo, our uh, our little dude that works at the volume met Aldo. Yeah, yeah. He comes up and he goes, man. Stevie Wonder security almost kicked my ass, dude. And I was like, what did you do? What did you do? He goes, I went up when he was playing, and it was during a really quiet part, and I yelled, play superstitious. And they said, you need to leave immediately now. <laughs> kicked him out of there. And he was like, play superstitious. He's yelling. They threw him out. That's hilarious because. No. no that's course. hilarious because ducky and i were saying how how like although just seemed like a total sweetheart like just like he is dude completely innocent like just like yeah. he, he and i were roommates for the weekend and uh he's just he's a really quiet sweet guy he's like he's one of those guys that like i like the first night he's like do you want a water man i'm like no no i'm okay here take a water he just pulls opens a drawer and pulls like a water out of like 20 waters he's got in a drawer <laughs> yeah, right. in the hotel room he's like, so he he's was, like he was a concierge as well as a roommate kind he looks like a little concierge doesn't he, he? does get put a little suit all right on enough him. about enough about him let's get back to <laughs> but uh, yeah it was it was an odd nam it was an odd nam i i didn't perform but i was lucky enough to do a premiere guitar demo which was really cool that came first out time, good first time in premiere guitar and i'm like Please more of that. It came out good. Uh, one thing I I'll say that that was kind of surprising because I I don't think it's a secret that everybody knows it was it was extremely scaled back from what it normally is. Yeah, Doesn't mean it was a bad thing, but it was oh. pulled back. I thought it was still considering its size. It was still very well attended. There's still a lot of interest, still a lot of opportunities for business there. I think we all made good connections with people like you, like you're saying, Adam, people were spotting the brand. They're interested in it. They're, they've yeah. seen it over the last couple of years, which is great. That's why you do Nam, right? Yeah. What, what oh, yeah. blew my mind was I couldn't believe even with it scaled back, I couldn't believe how loud it was in on the main showroom floor. Oh, like, yeah, the the, the 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 convention center is not built for acoustics. No, it um, was so loud. I went in the drum. There's a. I took a video similar to yours, Adam, where I was in the drum area and I just panned the drums 
and all these people playing poorly and out of time with each <laughs> other. And, and then I got to me and I was just like, <laughs> like I'm losing my mind. Like Adams was the hall too much. Adam's video was the best of his exclusive video at Nam. Saying that, oh, hi, I'm at Nam. Yeah, that was it. It was just like exclusive video of Adam Phillips at Nam. I was like, I'm at Nam, and that was it. It was like one second long. That's all you need. All right, enough about Nam. Um, we we need to move on because we've we've already eaten a half hour of time, which is this is going fast. We yeah. like that, but you know we want to keep people entertained. Well, you gotta Those... t- we got to at least touch on some of the funny stuff from. Well, NAM. we're gonna we're okay. gonna. That's what I'm getting to now. But then we're gonna have to get to what's coming out on Friday because we, yeah, we do need to it. talk about that. We, there's so, not there's not much, but we'll we'll get there. Well, you want to do that first, then then we'll get to the funny. Sure, because there's only two releases I want to spotlight. Because as you know, next Saturday is RSD drops two. Yep, number two, uh, number two for the year. Um, and there's some great titles coming out. I'm sure next week, Mike, you and I are gonna do a record that store is drop preview. Going to be about yep. And I already know I'll have the product because it's already on the way. So I'll be okay, able to good. show it. Great. But but this week, there's only two two new releases I want to spotlight. Uh, one is another archival release. This is uh, from the Rolling Stones. It's called Licked Live in NYC. And uh, it was recorded in 2003 at Madison Square Garden on the what was the 40 Licks tour at the time. So um the stones again like we've talked about in the last couple of episodes like neil young like bob dylan like all these artists they're reaching back into their archives and they're putting out quality products soundboard tapes and all kinds of great packaging of these previously unreleased concerts so with the stones a couple different configurations the uh indie store version of it is a three lp on white vinyl uh looks like it's going to be a triple gatefold Stones releases are always high quality. Usually they come in a box, so I'm actually surprised that it's coming in a gatefold sleeve. But cost. um what's that? Cost. Cost, right? Um, and there is a CD Blu-ray combo of it as well. So, but if the Blu-ray or DVD does not come with the records. So oh, it's just video. So again, it's not it's not a remix, it's not a 5.1 or an Atmos mix. It's correct. Just- it's video. So, but unlike the Prince release that we talked about last mm-hmm. week that gave you the video with the LPs, this is not that. You either get the LPs by themselves or you got to buy both, the LPs and the Blu-ray. But I can tell you the Stones releases are always high quality. They're always good. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to touch on, a release that might fly under some people's radar, Michael Monroe from Hanoi Rocks has a new solo album and his last three records have been awesome. He's had, he's had a great band. He's got two of the guys from Hanoi rocks in it with him along with Steve, uh, Steve Conti that was in the New York dolls in the, the revamp lineup of the New York dolls. Um, but the last record had ginger from the wild hearts on it. He's got some outside songwriters writing some kick-ass straightforward rock and roll tunes. Um, I can't recommend the last two records enough. So this one I'm sure is going to be on par with that. Cause he's got the same band. So, well, there you go. There's uh, two releases coming out this Friday and highlighted by Nick again, next week. He is correct. Next week, uh, next week's episode is going to be record store day preview. So we're going to go through a lot of records to preview. Now, mind you, it's, it's less than half of what the last preview was as far as uh, not preview, but less, less than half of what, is actually being released 
uh, compared to uh, uh, last time. But that's because there was overflow or spillage, if you will, from things that didn't make it in time after being uh, held up because of supply chain and things of that nature that we don't like to mention. Uh, They just weren't cut in time, weren't ready to go. So they made these two separate days. And then, of course, there's going to be the Black Friday one as well. And let me tell you, Mike, some of these releases are already being kicked down to Black Friday again. Yes. All right, we'll talk about that all next week. That's depressing. Yes. What about, is Voivod still in there? Is nothing? Voivod is still in there. Okay, good, because that's the one that I want. So, you know, I need nothing face on vinyl. Voivod is still coming. Uh, So uh, those are the two that he's highlighting for this week. We'll also have things, because, I mean, there's not just record store day releases, but there's regular releases, too. I think that'll be coming out as well, so we'll talk about some of those. Um, I do want to talk about a new band that I've heard about. And it's very important that we bring them up. They're called uh, the Bob Dillinger Exchange. Uh, Bob Dillinger Escape Plan. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, you know, let's let and and also there was uh, uh, Adam. Who is the uh, uh, Mars Volta tribute band with the terrible drummer? Oh, that's uh, going to be the Lars Volta. Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah, you, you missed did. that one. Um, there's 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 lots of band names that were floating around. I discovered one today. Actually. Oh. Uh, Ingve Springsteen. <laughs> he just shreds Born to Run. Uh, <laughs> just over and over for an hour. Yeah. You just get, you just get tired. <laughs> uh, baby, we're born to run. Um, yeah, the funny was funny. I mean, so any of you that saw the um, the opening, the, we ran into Randy Macho Man Savage at the at the bar. <laughs> Um, it, it wasn't, I mean, obviously it wasn't him cause he's, he's slightly dead, <laughs> but Almost I gotta slightly. see if I can, if I can pull this up somehow. Um, you're also not given enough, uh, backstory to that. How we just, I, I, I just looked over at one point and I was like, is that bartender wearing sunglasses behind the bar? And everyone turned and looked and yes, he was. <laughs> He had like a, a one of those cabbie hats on, and then and then sunglasses at like ten thirty at night. It just instantly you could. I was like, this guy's definitely a great human being. You could just tell. So I of course get Mike's attention, and Mike's like, "Oh, that guy. Oh, you mean that guy? That's Macho Man. It's Macho Man because yeah, he looked Randy a lot Savage. like my, my Macho Man. It's definitely Randy Savage. Um, well, let's see if I can do this." Yeah, all right, whatever. Stop with this. I'll share the screen. It's what is going on here? I don't know. Let's, uh, allow uh, that one. Yes, I'm going to allow. There we go. There he is. There he is. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Come on. You can't tell me with a straight face that that is not Randy Macho Man Savage wearing sunglasses and a silly hat slinging drinks at. At the Marriott bar. <laughs> that was him. my theory. My theory was that he's just like a bartending ninja where he's like, he's completely blind and he's just like ripping drinks out just from memory, just by feel. Yeah. Who, who knows? All I know is that he was there and he was going, Oh yeah, you want an old fashioned, you know, that that's, that's all I could picture as happening that whole time. Like Singapore sling. Oh, we'll get you one over there. You know, it's funny, Mike, that Adam just said that about him. That was Adam, right? That was saying about him being a ninja bartender. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Okay. That's almost what Mike said. Um, remember, Mike, you were impersonating him trying to ring up the drinks on the on the computer. <laughs> it's like, well, you old-fashioned margarita. <laughs> or remember, Mike, you go, you go, what do you want to drink? Like, just pointed randomly. <laughs> I don't remember, man. It was, I was fantastic. Too. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was it was a good time. That was definitely the highlight. Was uh, th- it's always fun at the Marriott Bar and the Hilton Bar. Those are the places. If you go to Nam, that's where you have to hang for at least one night because, th- as as uh, Skid Row once said, the freaks come out at nine and it's twenty to ten. Uh, so <laughs> uh, that that pretty much sums it up. I did happen to catch a cool show over at the Hilton though. The Rag Dolls. The uh, all female uh, Aerosmith tribute band played on uh, on Saturday, and they they tore it up. They were great, absolutely fantastic. Kudos to them. Um, so, all right, so that's we had some. There's a lot more funny, but a lot of it's kind of inside, and I really don't want to bore everybody with that. I'm sure they want to know about music though, and so yeah. what we want to do now is move on to the main topic. Main, main topic of the night. Main topic. Main. You have to say that with a hand like this. Main, main. topic. Um, and the topic is the best bands you never heard. So again, like I said earlier, these are bands that you may have actually heard of. Uh, maybe you haven't, maybe you've heard the name, but you didn't know anything about them. Well, we're going to educate you on them and hopefully we can all learn about a new band and, you know, grab some, grab onto something that we like, um, that well that we like that you could learn about and then you like it too. And you thank us for it down the road and our, you know, we'll, we'll give you our addresses at Christmas time to send gifts. Uh, so what I'm going to do first is we're going to go around the room. I'm going to start with our special guest host, Adam Phillips, who's now hey, taking a pull. From he's his vaping. Flute. I, the douche. I muted myself. So it's not like, yeah, it's still a douche. Flute. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, we, this is graduate. This is the, uh, the douche flugel. Oh yeah. The douche flugel, <laughs> which is yes, with which, suck which man included, uh, yeah, suck man. Gion, uh, is, is part of the douche flugel, uh, plays the douche flugel. So it's suck man. Gion on, on douche flugel. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Adam, we're gonna. Yeah. We each have. We I think we each picked three, and we, we may did. each have a we bonus. Did. So, Adam, what's one of the best bands that we've never heard? All right. So for my picks, number one, and possibly my all-time favorite band, probably my all-time favorite band, Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. Sleepy now, Time Gorilla I've heard Museum. The name. This band. Um, they disbanded in, I want to say, 2011 or maybe just before that. They sound like if Danny Elfman invented metal in the 1700s. Um, I don't even know how to st- start there. <laughs> All right. Um, five-piece band, guitar player who also sings, a bass player who also sometimes sings, a violinist who sometimes sings and sometimes plays what they call a percussion guitar. Uh, they have a drummer who also plays xylophone. And they have a percussionist who plays like bicycle wheels and like steam trays and all this stuff, like this crazy stuff. They make their own instruments. They're really, I should say, Dan, their bass player, makes their own instrument, makes m- many of the instruments. He has something called the sledgehammer dulcimer, which is um, all these two by fours stuck together. It's about eight feet long and it's got bass piano strings on it. And he hits it with a hammer. It's got a sliding pickup so you can change the phase while you're playing. It's wow. just it's just madness, but That's it sounds crazy. it sounds like it, it honestly it sounds like Danny Elfman invented metal in the 1700s. It's got like a very like um oh oh there it is okay 
Adam's first pick, Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. So yeah, check that band out. They released three full-length albums and also a live album, and every one of them was better than the next greatest live band since uh, Frank Zappa. Wow. Oh, wow, that's saying a lot. They man. were unbelievable, and I had the pleasure of touring with them several times with Endorphin. Nice. We're going to go around the room. Like I said, Nick, your first pick. All right, my first one, I'm going to go with Imperial Drag. So for those that aren't familiar, Imperial Drag, we talked about a couple weeks ago, we talked about the band Jellyfish, one of my absolute favorite bands of all time. Made my favorite record of all time, Spilt Milk. Two of the guys that played on Spilt Milk were in Imperial Drag. Uh, Eric Dover, who was also in Slash's Snake Pit, the first version of Slash's Snake Pit. Uh, Roger Joseph Manning Jr. Mike, as you mentioned, you have to say his whole name. Say the whole name. Uh, was also in Imperial Drag. Uh, bass player named Joseph Carnes, who now plays in Fits and the Tantrums. Uh, he was in Imperial Drags, and uh, and then a great drummer named Eric Scotus, who's done all kinds of different different stuff over the years. Um, great singer too. But uh, Imperial Drag was kind of like throwback '70s glam rock sort of thing but some straightforward rock in there too just great hooky melodic choruses as well as uh like i said that sort of glammy pop hooks in there doesn't sound like jellyfish all you get in there from the jellyfish influences some harmonies and such but it's really rooted in glam a lot of t-rex feel to it um but they only made one record self-titled record called imperial drag it's great front to back they did a little bit of touring um, and then that was kind of it. They actually were touring with Alanis Morissette when uh, Taylor Hawkins was the drummer. So small, small world. Everybody, everybody's connected in some way. So can't recommend that record enough and that band enough. There's some great stuff on YouTube, but the whole, the whole debut album Imperial drag is great front to back. Nice. Well, for my first pick, I'm going to go for a band that, is not necessarily not well known, but a lot of people don't know why they know them. If that makes any sense at all. Um, this is a musician's band, you know, much like jellyfish jellyfish influenced tons of other bands, even though they, they were a confluence of, of many influences themselves, but jellyfish like influenced so many other bands, but sold like eight records, you know, right. um, this band's the same thing. And I'm going with, failure all right now i love failure i'm a huge fan of failure again the band not the act of failure not you know <laughs> i don't like when things go bad um but yeah i mean i i like failure a lot and for me i i came to them a little bit later i started listening to them in the, in the late 90s you know like when fantastic planet came out just like everybody else and then uh, I realized that in the early 2000s, I wrote a song that sounded as if Failure wrote it. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it had some influence on me. <laughs> and then I rediscovered them around 2014 again when I got to actually, they reformed and started touring again. And I uh, got to see them play at the House of Blues and uh, here in San Diego. And they blew my mind. I'm like, these guys have zero stage presence, but who cares? You know, the, sonically, this is one of those bands that you want, like you want Ken Andrews, who's, 
more or less the brainchild of, 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 of failure to do the mix for your album. You know, you want him to record your album because he has one of the greatest pairs of ears out there. Him and Steven Wilson are like the two, in my mind, are the two best pairs of ears that are out there right now. And, uh, but failure continues to tour and continues to make music. They're back. They're making more albums. They're actively touring right now. In fact, they played the Thursday, the day before Nam. They played in San Diego, and I couldn't go. And then the next day on Friday, they played at Pappy and Harriet's out in Joshua Tree, and I couldn't go. Uh, so because we were working now, but otherwise I probably would have gone to both shows. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're if you're into like you know whether you're into shoegaze or space rock, they kind of do that. And if you're into just like good like almost stoner rock they do that you know like it's it sort of fits many different genres and if i had any one album to to pick of course fantastic planet is the one to get good luck finding it on vinyl yeah right that's another 800 dollars album on vinyl at this point Oof, it's a uh. ridiculous market but anyway failure is my first pick adam you are up Next pick for me is going to be a band which is a combination of two bands you guys need to know about the band that they combined into is called Pinyol. These are two French bands. One is called Poil and the other is called Knee and I. Um, and they combined to call themselves Pinyol, which apparently also is French slang for uh, rubbing one out. And it's kind <laughs> of a combination of the words Poil and Knee. So they were like, eh, this band is insane. They are, um, so actually Pinyol is P-I-N-I-O-L, I think. No E at the end, but whatever. Oh, um, all right, so drop and leave off the E for saving. Drop the Got E, it. yeah. Let, let, let me do that again. Oops. <laughs> no biggie. Um, anyway, this band is just incredible. Um, they are a six-piece band, I think. So they have two drummers, two bass players. Oh, no, they're seven-piece. Two drummers, two bass players, two guitar players, and a keyboardist. And it's mostly instrumental. The two drummers work hand-in-hand. Wow and um play off of each other so instead of just playing the same beat if there's a spot for example that the uh, one drummer's going boom boom ba, boom 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 ba, boom the other drummer's going boom boom ba, boom boom but so now it turns into boom boom ba, ba, boom boom ba, ba. but they're hard panned so if you're listening to headphones it's just doing this the whole time the two guitar players work together the two bass players work together it's never muddy and it's some of the most incredible musicianship I've ever heard in my life. Another music musicians band. Like if you're a musician, you're going to listen to this band and your mind's going to just go places. Or if you're taking illicit drugs, which you probably shouldn't do, <laughs> um, you're still going to go places that they're just amazing. Um, they only released one album and um, it's unbelievable. Um, they played a few festivals together as that band Bands individually, Poil and Knee, are also bands that you guys should know about. I somehow got into these weird French bands, and it just became a thing, and I've discovered that there are a lot of really awesome, weird-ass French bands, and I like Gojira. Gojira is a French band. They're one of the better French bands. There you go. So, Pignol, choice number two. Yeah. Who's your second pick? My second pick is a band from the early 70s called captain beyond dude i love captain beyond there we go that is an awesome band i thought you might be into that just from the other stuff you were describing so captain beyond for those that have never heard the name they were kind of a super group 
back in the uh back in the early 70s so has rod evans the original singer from deep purple two of the guys from iron butterfly and the drummer is a great super underrated drummer named bobby caldwell who played drums with uh johnny winter and uh, i think he played on a couple rick derringer albums he's kind of like a session guy back in the day absolutely phenomenal drummer not that the other guys are bad, but the drumming on that record is out of this world, especially for the time period. But it's it's got a prog thing happening to it, a little bit of like what's now considered stoner rock, you know, heavy, dirty riffs, um, but a lot of groove, a uh, lot of, like I said, we, we kind of weird time signature stuff. The whole album sort of flows track from track into each other. Um, so it, it's got this vibe through the whole thing and it's kind of like spacey and I, I don't know it's really hard to describe but it's balls out rock there's the the opening track dancing madly backwards on a sea of air is fantastic and then the jam of the whole album is raging river of fear which gall mccartney just mentioned um they made two other records but the lineup was not the same as the first one so the second one, I think, has a different drummer and a different bass player. And then the third one's got a different singer. So still good, but not as good as the first self-titled record, just called Captain Beyond. Kind of a rare record. They repress it every now and again. The original press has a 3D cover on it, like uh, one of the, uh, like a lenticular. It's got a lenticular of the uh, Captain Beyond mascot, but can't say enough about that record. Somebody turned me onto it like 15, 20 years ago at this point. It's phenomenal. It's not, it's not crazy rare. Like Mike was just saying about that failure record. You don't got to pay 800 bucks for it. It's probably like a 60 to $75 record, but if you see it, get it. I promise you, you will be floored. It was released on Capricorn back in the day too. Oh, Same wow. label as the Allman brothers yeah, and brothers. all that, all that good stuff. So solid as hell, Adam, I'm glad you know it. Great. That's a great band, dude. So my second pick, I went with something that um, I guess maybe has a little bit of a personal tinge to me because I actually helped uh, was helping manage this band at one time. I you know when I started working in the music industry way back in the day, um, and that's a band called Drill. Now Drill, there was um, there were multiple bands with the name. This is one that actually was signed. So <laughs> And Drill was was a, a four piece band, really rock oriented female singer. Uh, Lucia Cifarelli was the singer of the band, and she's now in KMFDM. Oh, okay. So actually, I believe she married Sasha. Um, but so so she's part of KMFDM now. But not only was she the singer, but JD, uh, who is now the bass player for Black Label Society, was the bass player of Drill. So. Um, it, just really good band, great pop sensibility. Um, like could be really heavy at times too. Like really just aggro, not heavy metal, just super heavy rock. Uh, it was never like chuggy, you know? Um, but also like they started recording a second album and unfortunately I don't think that ever got released. I have, I actually still have the, the dat of of the of that album that unfortunately never got released and i wish that had because it would have been really commercial and it would have done very well it was almost like um no doubt on steroids you know <laughs> all right no doubt without without the ska it was just really just pop and, without the but, tight snare drum 
Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like popcorn snares going on on, on the on the recording. But anyway, you can find the album on Apple Music. You can find their debut album on Apple Music. And uh, and the, the song that I would definitely recommend is a song called Go to Hell. And they actually made a video for it. Uh, so you can find that on YouTube as well. So that would be my second pick, the band Drill. Adam. Um, all right. Piece next. de resistance. More my French. last. My, <laughs> very French. My last pick is going to be a band also from the 70s called Gentle Giant. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Nick knows who that is. So this band, I would say, was probably the biggest influence on my first pick, Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. I discovered this band because of Gary from Propane. When I was in Propane and touring with them, he was like, you ever check out this band, Gentle Giant? I was like, no. He goes, you have to. So I checked them out. And it was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. There's some footage on YouTube. There's a bunch of live, full live shows. Um, two brothers in the band. I think they're a five piece. And they, um, everybody in the band plays multiple instruments and they all switch off. So sometimes, sometimes there's like two brothers playing cello and violin. And then one guy is playing uh, a xylophone. And then like all of a sudden there's a song where everyone's playing flutes. And like, it's just unbelievable, man. Like I've, I've never really seen anything like it. It's like I said, I think it was really, they were the predecessor to sleepy time gorilla museum. And I never realized it because sleepy time was my favorite band. And then I suddenly discovered this band that I'm like, holy crap, this is where they got all this from. Okay. This is the root of it. And, uh, it's, it's just mind boggling, dude. That's another musician's band where like, you're going to be floored. Um, I think there's either two or three brothers in the band. One of the brothers went on to work for a record label that signed dream theater. Um, um I'm going to interject here. Yeah. That would be probably the lowest of his signings. Derek Shulman ah, signed Bon Jovi. That, that's Derek that's Shulman true. signed Pantera. Yeah. Derek I forgot Shulman about that. I forgot Cinderella enough's enough. Like, well, we don't have to. We, let's not hold that against him. I didn't realize he signed all of those bands. Oh, I knew yeah. he signed Pantera. I knew he signed uh, Dream Theater. And yeah, yeah. Mike Gen- another thing. Gentle Giant is one of those bands where Steve Wilson re- yep. remixed their entire catalog. Their entire catalog. Every, every one of their records he redid. Similar to what he's doing with Jethro Tull, going through their whole catalog. They sound uh, great too. Yes. Yeah. It's not a surprise. I mean, you know, the whole multi-instrumentalist thing, you know, Stephen Wilson is just great at, whether it be Jethro Tull, Gentle Giant, Chicago, yes. Like, all, he just yeah knows how to give separation to all those instruments when he does a remix. It's absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But yes. uh, any final words on Gentle Giant? Um, Go listen to them immediately. If, if you, you had to pick one album are. for somebody to listen to, which one, which one would you pick? Oh, good Lord. Um... I don't know. I think Octopus is a really good album. What's the one that's it's like shaped like the guy's head? Oh, damn it. That's the freaky looking one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know exactly which one you're talking about. And I can't. It was. We'll have to pull that up. Where's yep. Gall McCartney? He'll he'll know the name of it. He loves Gentle Giant. What uh, album was that? the taste? Is that it? No, that's the tongue. Gentle um, Giant Live is also solid. Gentle Giant, the one is the yeah, Gentle it's Giant, self-titled, like the, the right? self-titled one, the dude with the, yeah, looks you know with the big beard and everything. Yes, that's the self-titled record. Yep, I oh, think okay. so. Yeah, 
it's got funny ways on it and that's one of the best so that's that's the song where like suddenly someone's on cello and someone's on violin and you're like what's going on and the vibe solo in that song is just again mind-blowing nick what's your third pick so my third pick is a uh it's a detroit band um huge influence on me and widely regarded as one of the most legendary bands around here and that is the band seduce so don't let the looks fool you i mean this came out in 86 so they definitely look the time period but this is a power trio to end all power trios fantastic songs they still play gigs once every couple of years they'll do a reunion gig it's still an absolute freight train that that you get live um there's three live tracks included on the cd reissue of their of this is their first album just called seduce they had two others or one other um this record again front to back just killer i mean the the guitar playing the drumming chuck burns the drummer on this is is one of my biggest influences um just rock solid he ended up being in another band front in another band uh that had some notoriety in the 90s called speedball they uh they toured with motorhead and dio chuck was the front person in that band uh but these three guys man this record and their second one too much ain't enough uh, they were also featured in uh, Metal Years Part 2, Decline of the Western Civilization. Um, they're in that. But uh, Seduce, man, I can't. I just can't say enough about this record. It's metal. It's hard rock. It's got groove. It's It's got everything. Plus, this logo still is one of my favorite logos of all time. And as you can see, we have it marked as a Rock City Music Company essential because I feel it is essential to every collection. So if you haven't heard this record, look it up on YouTube. The whole thing's on there. It's even on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. They recently did a reissue of it and uh, got it on all those digital platforms. But seriously, I can't say enough. Dave Black, the guitar player, Chuck Burns on drums, and then Mark Andrews, bass and vocals. This is one of the best hidden gem records you'll ever hear. I promise you, I'll lay whatever you want on the line. I'll bet, I'll bet whatever on, on this one buy it okay i will bet you kiss the originals okay i'll take that bet because there's no way you won't like that record okay i like the title it looks like a guitar i used to own very pointy (laughs) (laughs) you start making guitar shapes out of band logos yeah really or like those band logos that it just looks like you need to pronounce it because i mean that's what it looks like it's written or it just looks like knives going up and you can read that though you can easily see i didn't say you couldn't read that aren't they from italy isn't that seduce (laughs) (laughs) father guido seduce yeah father guido seduce (laughs) exactly saturday night live detroit edition seduce (laughs) (laughs) no that's that's look i i haven't heard them but guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna listen to them because nick recommended it I'm going to listen to Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. Why? Yeah, I want to hear that. It. Like, yes. I've, I've never, li- I've heard of them, but I've never listened to them. Gentle Giant, I've heard, and they're great, you know? Um, all right. So, for my third pick, I have to actually start typing it. Mike's third pick, because if I don't have my own Chiron, there, there's nothing, I, I can't, I, it sucks. Uh, 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 there we go. All right. The suspense so, is killing me. It should. 
amongst other things. But Rob. oh, shut up, Rob. Rogers Rob. is like, do it. Rogers is like, say it, say it. Here's my third pick. Yes, twelve foot ninja. Twelve foot ninja. Twelve foot ninja is an awesome band out of Australia. Australia. Um, that essentially, if I had a, if I had to classify them or describe them to anybody, I would say is if Faith No More was was gent. That would probably be the most accurate way to describe them in in many ways. I mean, there's, you know, genre shifting in the middle of songs. There's, you know, in that way, it's kind of like Mr. Bungle-esque in in a lot of ways too, but with a vocalist with an amazing voice who could sing as well as scream and go one right into the other without skipping a beat. Um, but really chunky, heavy guitar work. Um, Stevic and, and Rohan, the, 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 the two, two guitarists in the band are, are amazing. Stevic is actually, uh, he's a product specialist for line six oh. uh, because he basically, he could basically write the user's handbook on the helix. You know, which is a, a, a an amp modeler for people that don't know what the, what the Helix is. It's an amp modeler. So basically, as opposed to carrying 200 amps with you, you carry one box. And, and it does everything. gets such great sounds out of it. And he also helped design the uh, uh, one of their the guitars that they use, the Shurikens. That's what they're called, Line 6 Shurikens. So it's sort of like a modeling guitar with a modeling amplifier, and they're able to get all these different sounds out of it. So he's got a great mind for... Um, product development as well as for uh, he produces the band too and for writing writes a lot of the music but the whole band is just stupid talented unfortunately a couple of years ago the bass player left okay well that happens in december the singer left i just found that out recently and that really bummed me out because i was hoping to see them in the u.s the i was supposed to see them play in the u.s in 2016 at um the aftershock festival up in uh, northern california and they wound up having to not do the bell i don't think they did the u.s tour so i don't think they ever did that show which is a bummer because now i'll never see them yeah right at least i don't think so though they said they're committed to doing the european tour in 2023 but the singer's not going to do it so they need to get another singer who knows that'll how that'll go but if i had to recommend any album it's this one outlier this album is great this one came out in 2016 and it features uh, a killer song called one hand killing uh, which happens to be the first song on the album. There's a video on YouTube. You can check it out as well. They actually have a great sense of humor about themselves. Uh, they just put out another song, uh, another album, uh, mid mid last year called Long Way. Um, I forget the name of the album, but there's a sing the single's called Long Way Home, which has a completely silly video. And they obviously don't take themselves seriously, but they certainly take their music seriously. So uh, that would be my third pick is 12 Foot Ninja. That's another great pick. Awesome band. And another big influence on my band. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, actually your band your band's been around longer than they have. I think so. I mean yeah. in, in, in combined years, probably. It's like yeah, dog combined years, years, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh they they're they're awesome. I love those guys. But anyway, so that is a little bit of a wrap up. Anybody have a bonus band? One bonus band. Spit it out real quick. Adam, you first. Um another French band called Sebka Shot. S E B H K A, I think, K H A hyphen C H O T T. Sepka Chot. They are like the French Mr. Bungle. Okay. If you like Bungle, it's all in French and all extremely weird. 
Le poupe. <laughs> oh. I'm not making fun of the French. I just I don't know how to, I know how to read it. I can't speak it anymore, but I know how to read it. And I I don't think poop is the word for shit in French. So it's totally uh, not. Yeah, not at all. Uh Nick, bonus. The Dotsons out of uh New Zealand. Fantastic, nice. straightforward, balls out rock and roll. Same vein as like the helicopters, backyard babies, that style of Scandinavian rock. Um, little, you know, definitely dirty and just uh, just rock and roll. Great band. Mine is is an is an interesting one, and I'm, I I have to look up lyrics for one of their songs in order to get my point across for this one. This is not a band that should exist in the Me Too era, um, All in right. any way, shape, or form. And in fact, anybody that was in this band disavows ever knowing or being in this band um so wow it's funny they're actually attributing the lyrics to bang tango but it's not <laughs> uh which makes it even funnier um <laughs> but they're the right lyrics so uh there was a band that came out in the i think it was 1990 or 91 and it was a joke it was a complete joke because the band was called Scrap Metal, S-K-R-A-P-P Metal. Now, they the, the, the name of the album is called You're So Sensitive. And it has songs called Spunk Sandwich, Pearl Necklace, Slap Little Johnny Behind the Ear, and Swallow That Load. It's <laughs> amazing. So... Just, just to, just to, just to give you a couple of lines from "Swallow That Load," because you need to find this, and I think you can find it on Apple Music. I, I'm pretty sure it's there. If not, you can find this on YouTube. I know that for a fact. Um, this is this is poetry right here. Now you're sucking easy, but you know I like it rough. I'm a big man meat volcano, and I'm ready to erupt. This is poetry. <laughs> It truly is, man. I mean, come on. You know, like what what song shouldn't start off? Got your favorite daughter in my bedroom tonight. She loves to suck my dick, but doesn't do it quite right. It's just yeah. it could have been Steel Panther lyrics, right? I don't think Steel Panther would have written anything this bad. Like this <laughs> hey, is like, hey, Mike, can I call your attention to the first line of your run of show that says, "Do what you can to keep the feed clean." Yeah, that's the feed. <laughs> we can say what we want. <laughs> And oh, okay. I didn't write those words. Somebody I've been else keeping did. this clean I'm, for no reason. <laughs> I was just <laughs> reading, reading words. That's all I was doing was reading the words. And it's about an hour or so into the show, and they don't care as much at that point. So it's more for, you know, like, you know, getting this monetized eventually, which will never happen because we have like eight subscribers. By the way, if, if you like the show, please subscribe and click. We like have more than eight subscribers. We have 28 subscribers. <laughs> well, when we started more than when, eight. Right, yeah, exactly. We that started th with almost none. three times as many. We started with none. Um, yeah. So anyway, so that is my bonus pick, Scrap Metal. And they only had one album. And uh the singer, just to let you know, was Jeff Scott Soto, and he will never uh, ever admit it. Ever. Wow. In, in in interviews, he's like, Who? What are you talking about? I know not of what you speak. Like, yeah, all right, buddy. <laughs> But especially nowadays, now I would. You know who else is like that is uh, 
uh, and I don't know the, the guy's name, but the guy, the singer that was in Fastway, he's the singer in Flogging Molly now. Uh, yeah, yeah, he'll he never he'll never admit that he's the guy from Fastway, but it is him. It's almost like Judas Priest and Ripper. <laughs> well, that's Judas Priest not admitting that Ripper was in the band. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the difference. That's why Jugulator and uh, whatever demolition demolition are yep. like thousand dollars each on lp because they're like nah, no let's just not i can't believe those actually were released on lp that's kind of surprising in europe yeah but still i mean demolition specifically that was like 2001 wasn't it right that was before the vinyl craze i mean yeah well and but jugulator was late 90s which is even less so yeah you, yeah you that's know? true uh, but it's just at the same time you got to think technology takes a little bit longer to catch up in some of those european countries than than it does over here so if it was Japan, they wouldn't have made an LP after like 1950. It was all right. CDs or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right. Already, I kid. It was a little bit later, but still, like that's what happens. That's why you get all these albums as European imports here because that's where they were made. Yep. You know, they yeah. didn't make them in the U.S. They're very small quantities. So, anyway, um, so moving on, it's time for the last two segments of our show. I know it's sad. It's sad. Nah. We're only two segments away from ending. It's gone fast. It has. But it these really last has. two segments take at least 10 minutes each anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Still got some time. And the first one is the reason why this show is called Cover to Covered, and it's a segment called Discovered. We discuss a cover. Ha-ha! Compound words. And that cover has to be as good, if not better, in your mind, your opinion, uh, than the original. So... We each pick a song. We don't discuss this beforehand because we always want to be a little bit surprised. So, Adam, you're going to go first again. Which cover song did you pick that is as good, if not better, than the original? For my pick, I decided to go with Bread Fan by the band Budgie, who was, uh, which was covered by Metallica way better than the Budgie version. I like agree. a thousand times better. Oh, yeah. You mean you don't it, like that nasally Budgie voice? Not only do I, I mean, it's, it's great for rush, but we're not talking about rush here. We're talking about budgie. And it was like, it's, it's very dainty and like dinky and Metallica said, what if we put this song in E and make it sound like us? And they did. And they did a great job. The recorded version is really good. It's on the import of injustice for all. It was from that same time period. And the, uh, the live version is even better because they skipped the slow part and it's like, yeah, the meandering solo, the solo's okay. The ripping solo is where it's at. And but yeah, I think that song, honestly, most of the Metallica covers are way better than the original Stone Cold Crazy. Uh, so what? All the stuff on Garage Days, all of that stuff, I think, was just far better than the originals. Metallica is really good at being a cover band. That's my and, favorite Metallica's cover band Metallica. Yeah. They're great. They're really good at it. But uh, yeah, for that song, I picked Budgie because uh, Bread Fan because I think. That was the one that they did just the, with the most balls. I, I got it. I love their version. So what? It's great. It's so much that. fun. They, they, yeah. Because yeah, it's just like so angry. Let's talk about a bad Metallica cover, though, in Whiskey in the Jar. Terrible. Right, so Terrible. It was on Garage Days re, 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 revisited. Um, yeah. Most of that stuff, like, you know, Sabracadabra, they killed it, like, and not yeah. in a good way. Yeah, they, right. they destroyed it. The whiskey in a jar thing turned the page. Turned the page was turn awful page too. I forgot about that. That, that was when like the best of all of them. To the round. 
Turn the page. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was cool on that, though, was that Merciful Fate medley. That was cool. That was okay. I don't yeah. even remember that. That's because I can't get past Turn the Page. Yeah, it's right after Turn the Page, I think. Exactly. But I yeah, the, to Turn the Page. <laughs> that's awful. And yeah, like I said, the whiskey in the jar cover is just absolutely really god bad. fucking awful. Not, not so good. Let, let Phil live like in the past. Don't. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't try to do that. Uh, but yeah, I agree with that. That's a great cover. Good call. Good call. Nick, what you got? My cover for this week is Woodstock by CSNY, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, doing the Joni Mitchell song, Woodstock. Most people don't know it is a Joni Mitchell song, but it is written, of course, about Woodstock. Um, but I watched part of Woodstock on the plane coming home, and that intro of the movie with, with that shows everybody showing up and them trying to put the stage together and everything, and that song plays. I just think it captures everything that that festival was about and uh if you know the history on it Joni Mitchell wrote it in like 40 minutes and it's it's a great it's lyrically it's a great song but I think the uh definitive version is the CSNY version great guitar playing from Steven Stills and of course Neil Young but uh yeah love it all right this is very confusing to me I don't know what this means Nick our fucking 75 year olds why is I I think he's trying to say, I think he's trying to ask, am I 75 years old? I think it's what he's attempting to say. Yeah, I think he left the U out of Nick R. Yeah, I think we're going to put Jeff in a timeout. I think I can do that. Yes, I can put user in timeout. Uh, I won't do it. I'll just (laughs) let him him be. You're out of here. Jeff almost developed COVID. That's why he didn't make it to Nam. So he was going to come to Nam um and uh so anyway and no he's not 75 years old jeff (laughs) stop asking is he the guy that like he was trying to say virtual 11 was a perfect album no 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 okay no no, no, no. which guy was that 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 except that was john byrne there's one okay all right all right so we Um, so quick sidetrack we should start a band called crosby stills and thrash yes (laughs) yes yes Crosby, Stills, and Thrash. That goes along with my 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 Slayer cover band that plays everything in half speed. Let's call it Slower. Slower. That was my favorite one from dinner the other night. Slower. <laughs> or or the Slayer Slayer cover band done in the style of Rush. It's called Slush. Either any of those. Blood more, Red Barchetta. Yeah, Blood Red Barchetta. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Clockwork Angels of Death. Um, so <laughs> you can just go all day with that. Um, but I like Crosby Stills and Thrash. That's great. That's oh really good. God, that's so good. All right. Uh, is it my turn? Is it? It is yeah, your it turn. Is. Okay. So for my cover, I went with an instrumental this time. I picked uh, uh, Frankenstein by the uh, Edgar Winter Edgar Winter Group, and I went with Overkill's version. Yep. Of Frankenstein. I've which, never heard that. Oh, it's so good. it absolutely it's so slays. Good. It's so would I say it's better? No, but it's as good. Okay. And it's 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 really good. <laughs> it's of course very fast. <laughs> yep. Way faster. Uh, but they do like all the crazy keyboard stuff on like guitar with tapping and stuff. And it, it's really just a quality version of 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 that track. I think it's under uh, is it uh, under the influence that it's on? I forget which album it's, it's on. Gotta it's on be. one of those, like ninety one. 
uh, right when they when they first had two guitarists because they was, had uh, Bobby Bobby Gustafson. Yeah, that was Bobby player. Gustafson's first record with them, wasn't it? Which one? The the one with Frankenstein. No, no, that was Bobby Gustafson got thrown out. Oh, of he band. was already out. He was already axed by them. He was already out. That's that's the first album. Whichever album that's on is uh, is the one with with uh two guitar players and that's the one the frankenstein oh, how about okay. jeff's jeff saying overkill yeah. without vocals may be listenable and i agree that's why you know i cause... love bobby blitz dude he almost talks like that in real life too i know i've yeah, hung out yeah. with him he's yep. it's, it's hey it's not like i was gonna have to do it ha <laughs> ha yeah, he's, he, he, that's him, dude. That's he's talking about his kid being bigger than him. He's like, I'll stick kick, I'll stick kick his ass. He doesn't even know. He doesn't he's know what moves I got. He's four years old. <laughs> shut up. There we go. It's another Roger shut upness. All right. So those are the three covers that we have now. Now is where the fire starts as we close out the show because usually, usually. Nick is wrong with his choice on this song sucks. You agreed with me last week. <laughs> there, that one time. The time before that, you agreed with me too. Uh, it was maybe, maybe it was not. the first three that you didn't agree with me on. Yeah, three in a row. It's pretty good. It's a good streak. Anyway, this song sucks. Is the the band is good, the song sucks. <laughs> it's just there's no other way to put it. Like good bands make shitty songs, and and this is one of them. And Adam, we are going to give you the privilege, okay, as our special guest. Of so telling I was, us, I was torn for this one. I was torn initially. I picked Martyr by Fear Factory because I think they had a lot. They were a great band for a lot of years. They were a really bad band for a lot of years. Uh, but I think out of all the music they wrote that was not their best i think it was just kind of a corny song but i decided against that because it could still be considered a decent song it's not terrible i wouldn't say well, it's a terrible song remember i said this is a good band right doing a <laughs> shitty song all right so all right so what i ended up picking <laughs> see i don't know that's subjective i think they had two great <laughs> albums and then they went it is, Straight but the down. point of this part of the show is just getting ripped on. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you really want to rip on somebody? Let's rip on the Red Hot Chili Peppers for putting out great albums and then putting out Can't Stop, Addicted to the Shindig. Yeah, it's awful. Addicted that is a terrible song, but how much talent is It's called is Can't in that Stop. Oh. Can't Stop. Like, how much talent is in that band? Like, you've got Flea and Chad Smith, and that's what you wrote? <laughs> Look, seriously, yeah, I, man. Like, here's the thing for me. I, there's for for Chili Peppers. I don't. I don't. There's not much I like. I get what you're saying exactly about the talent thing because Chad Smith yeah. and Flea are are incredible. That's but, amazing. rhythm section. Yes. Yeah. But rarely is there a Chili Peppers song where I hear it and go, "Oh yeah, I love this." But you're right, Adam. Specifically, "Can't Stop" is very terrible. And when oh. people say they that they ask me why I don't like the Chili Peppers, that's usually my go-to example of why I don't like the Chili. If Peppers. you go back and you listen to like Mother's Milk and Freaky Styley and Uplift Mofo Party Plan, you've got you've got some decent stuff. It was almost on the edge of being punk, and then you just suddenly shit the bed. And go right. Into- 
That's soccer so mom music so as Jeff said. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't you don't rec- you don't know that song, Mike. I'm not a chili peppers fan. You, you, be thankful your ears never had to ingest I like that garbage. Early, early, early yes. chili peppers when they did fire and you know that's a great um, record, dude. Ground. That's all on mother's milk. And that's yeah. I think that was their pinnacle. And even honestly, even Blood Sugar Sex Magic was a masterpiece record yeah. in a lot of different ways. That was yeah. Rick Rubin's best work, if you ask me. Yeah. And yeah. just it was organic and had a lot of funk and just like groove. And it just it 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 laid down the funk, you know. Speaking of the funk, Jeff saying skinny sweaty man. I guess he's talking about Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Uh, who uh, now Anthony, look like who watching... now looks like Uncle Rico from Anthony, if you're watching, come on the show and you can rip Jeff a new one. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that was first. Red Hot Chili Peppers can't stop. All That's right. Very bad. Nick, what is your submission for this song sucks? All right. So. I again, I went with a band that a lot of people love including myself that's the point yeah and mike you sort of mentioned this earlier i'm picking Mm-mm. i'm picking ragdoll by aerosmith ah. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible fucking song <laughs> and if and if you like there's a lot of things to say why it's not good but the number one thing has to be slow gin fizzy in the lyrics <laughs> Just do it till you're dizzy. Right. Give it all you got. (laughs) Terrible. What is going on with the melody in that song? The drum sound is awful. Everything about that song is awful. I fucking hate that song. And if somebody played that to me, you know how you always say, like, somebody will say, what if you came from another planet? And somebody said, like, oh, check this out. This is Aerosmith. And somebody played me that, I'd fucking go back to my other planet. (laughs) So, Nick, <coughs> would you please in uh, tell us how you feel <laughs> about the song Ragdoll? Man, that's vicious. It's bad. It's vicious because it's fucking that song is vicious. I, I don't know if the song is vicious. Vicious in a bad way. Okay. It's not okay. vicious like Sid vicious. No. But it's it vicious should, like. It should be on drugs, though. Fuck, I can't uh, put Jeff's comment up. We got to save this moment here. Uh, uh, Jeff actually agreed with Nick. Oh, my God. I don't think. No, seriously. I don't think. Do either of you guys like that song? Because I don't think I've ever met anybody that goes, you know, it's a good Aerosmith tune is Ragdoll. No, and that's not even a band I'm really crazy about. I, I would have to say most of the time I'm not an Aerosmith fan. Like, it's just it's a little meandering for me. Like, uh. You know, like <laughs> my girl always says, all she hears when she hears that one uh, that when the train came rolling is is Jay Cameroni, Jay Cameroni all night long, <laughs> Jay Cameroni all night long. I so was bad. between Ragdoll and and then and loving an elevator, but ultimately I decided that oh, Ragdoll is way worse. You can't do that to loving an elevator. That loving an elevator is a good song. Is it though? It is. <laughs> Not really. Ragdoll. It's better than Ragdoll. Uh, yeah, I think it is. That. I think that's why I came yeah. around to to yeah. picking Ragdoll. There's but a I, really I, bad. Uh, oh, I hate in in loving an elevator though, where he says, "Kiss your sass a frass." 
He's really not good with his lyrics, Steven Tyler. All right. He's like Tallahassee. What rhymes with Tallahassee? Yeah, right here. Nothing. Sassafrassy. All right. There we go. We got it. Have any of you guys ever down. listened to the song Last Child? Like that's that's great. Is, you know, as far as like lyrics and rhyming, though, like, you know, there's a lot, you know, anyway. Aerosmith's never great because of the lyrics. You know, Aerosmith used to tour with Kiss. <laughs> and it was amazing because you know we discovered kiss we discovered aerosmith after they discovered us and it's unbelievable that steven tyler doesn't give me all of his money (laughs) he owes me lots go to kiss.com kiss online is the actual address but we want you to go to kiss.com because i own that too because we own all the domain names uh, actually, he does. At one point, he had a company that that's what they did was bought domain names. I'm not surprised. Like he's people smart. That would type them wrong, and he would just buy them. Yeah, he's smart. Anyway, my song, my submission on this song sucks. Uh, is a band I love. I mean, I love this band, and I love this album, except one song, which just is. It's the rag doll of this band. Um, so it's it's Faith No More and King for a Day, Full for a Lifetime. It's a killer album. Killer album. But there's a song on here called Star AD, which is like a Lawrence Welk type to, like or Tom Jones-ish kind of thing where it's just very annoying and I can't listen to it ever. Because like oh he's going as oh it is a it's all it's all it's all and then he goes up an octave like I love Patton he's got an amazing voice this is like pandering to people like it's just nonsensical is it like offensive say offensive as say ragdoll no but it's <laughs> but it's, it's just not it's good. easy to skip that song on the album or the cd or whatever it is uh no gall mccartney not tom jones tom jones ish as in great no tom jones is great this is not this song sucks why it's called this song sucks tithead and it's in an album with a collection of other really good Amazing songs. Amazing songs. How do you st- the song Get Out is like just got to Ricochet, even Kuku yep. Farkaka, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. Gentle Art of Making Enemies, Evidence. That's a great song. Like, yeah. they're all great songs. And then there's <laughs> I can't wait to check this tune out. It why? It's just listen to the rest hear of the how, album. I just want to hear how accurate your your interpretation of it is. Adam, oh, is he's close? spot on. He's spot on. Dude. Okay, he's right. absolutely spot on. Like I don't even know the words because I have to skip it all the time. I was like, a little something, some the woo. It's all uh, the the womb. I, I I don't know, but almost every every other song on this album is amaze balls, and that yeah. song is just like. 
of course it's right in the middle. Yeah. So like you get some good be- before it, but there's a lot of good after it that if you listen to this song, you just stop listening. You're missing. <laughs> Faith No More is a band I don't know a ton about. So I, I, I want to check that I record out. I love Faith No More. And uh, there's, yeah. you know, there's, it's not all killer, but Angel Dust is a classic. That album's yeah, amazing. Start great to record, dude. Epic's an awesome album. I'm not uh, epic. I'm sorry. Um, no, real thing. The, the real thing. Yes, the real thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, uh, I was waiting for him to get the title right. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's on the, the tip of my tongue. Is a cool ah, where is it? Yeah. Um, no, real thing. Even good. introduce yourselves. Cool with Chuck Mosley. I mean, there's there's some things on there that yeah. are pretty cool. Um, live at Brixton Academy is actually one of the better live albums that's ever. Been I have done. not heard that yet. It's great. It's amazing. You know, and their cover, their live cover of War Pigs on that is outstanding because at one point Mike Patton forgets the lyrics and he just starts screaming. Like right at the end, he's like, Nanum, on their knees. The gets right back into it. It's so good. But you can just tell he's like searching for it. was like, nope, don't got it. Going vocalizing. That's it. Cool. All right. So that are uh, those are everything for. Uh, let me start that over again. Start the sentence. Those are all of our segments for this week. What's happening, baby? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, next week we're again we're gonna do a uh, record, record store, store day preview. preview. Yeah. Record store day two preview. Electric Boogaloo. Two. Yes. Record store day two, two. Electric Boogaloo. I may actually name the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Oh, you know what? All right. So there's this. All right. Now, before we go, we have to address this. Jeff, this is Gene Simmons. Um, It's really (laughs) impossible for me to think that you couldn't tell that his impression of Gene Simmons was amazing when you know well and good it's an impression of Ace Fraley. Hey, you gotta have Docky do Ace Fraley. Oh no! I, did I ever tell you? I'll we'll close out the show with this, but I have an Ace Fraley story. So I realized why Kiss never wanted him in the band anymore. So I was a uh, just gotten the job at Taylor uh, right here, which I never t- say, but oh, oops. And uh, <laughs> I uh, I was traveling to Chicago to go visit some stores, and I got upgraded to first class, which was pretty awesome because I was flying a lot at that point. And uh, I'm sitting in 2D, which is the aisle seat in first class. And uh, everybody gets on the plane, and this guy with long hair gets on last and sits in 1A. And the uh, plane hasn't left yet, so he's still on the phone. And the woman next to me, the well-dressed business person next to it, I know exactly who it is. Well-person, well-dressed person next to me goes, oh, well, who, who is that? I'm like, oh, that's Ace Fraley from Kiss. Oh, I thought so. Oh, first of all, no, you didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. There's no way you thought so. All right. Just not. Nah, you didn't there's think no so. There's no way so you thought so. Yeah. Uh, then all I hear, like with the phone, he's on the phone and he's talking to somebody who's going to pick him up. And all I hear is this. Hello? Yeah. Are you going to be there? I don't want to wait. Don't make me wait. You, you swear you're going to be there? Because I don't want to wait long. I'm going to be tired. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, but just, all right, just don't make me wait. 
I don't want to wait anymore. Sir, you have to get a phone. Okay, one second. Yeah, but listen. Listen, just call up Jamie. Call Jamie. Whatever the name he was saying. Call Jamie. No. Are you going to make me wait? Don't be late. Okay. Goodbye. Like, this is why Kiss kicked him out of the band. It had nothing to do with drugs or alcohol. It had nothing to do with being late to things. It was this. Hearing that every day. Now, Ace, I know you're watching. So, yeah. if you want to come on the show and you want to discuss this, I'm sorry. If you want to discuss this, Ace has COVID right now. Does he? Yes. Would you make out with him or something? How do you know this? Uh, because they posted about it on Facebook. You don't oh, have to make that's out what, with anybody. Yeah. That's, you know, you know what he didn't do since he left Kiss. He, he didn't, didn't get his didn't Kiss have, COVID with a K. He, Booster shot. Yes, his COVID vaccine with two Ks. Vaccine. It's from the Yiddish. We say vaccine. Real quick, real quick, Mike. Did you see uh, the video that came out yesterday of them just their their taped backup vocals going off because Eric Singer didn't hit the break in Detroit Rock City properly? No. Yeah, they were playing like in, uh, I think Germany or something. So it gets to the like, you know, where it stops. Get up, you know, right in Detroit Rock City. I don't know if he couldn't hear it because obviously Eric Singer's a capable player. So like he was playing and he played a measure through the stop. So they stop. He plays a measure through. Then he goes to go into the fill. The fucking pyro goes off and everything. (laughs) They're nowhere near the mic and you just hear. Get up! Everybody's got to move their feet! Get down! Ah, ah, that's fantastic! Oh, my God. Well, then we're going to have to find that. Is that on YouTube? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was everywhere. Blabbermouth had an article about it. Oh, my God. We're going to have to do that. Well, uh... it's so perfect because Paul's, like, pointing at the other guys trying to get him on track, and you just hear him singing. Like, everybody's going to leave their seat! Would you get back in your seat? <laughs> oh. oh my God, that's amazing. But it serves them right. It serves Do them right. Do not Listen, use I was, I was tracks. Watching, I was yeah. watching some of the videos from earlier in the tour. I'm like, nope. nope. And then, but then when you see him, like not on this tour so much, but on the last tour, Paul was doing a speech in the middle where he's like, you know, this is, <laughs> is the real kiss. We don't use no backing tracks or computer music. This is the real thing. And then they're just clearly using track, which is so kiss, right? I mean, computer music. Yeah, right. Computer music. It's in the future. It's computer music. Real quick. The best thing I ever heard him say where I witnessed it, it was in Detroit in, in 2019. He goes, not Detroit. Listen, we've been having some hot weather and we've been having some cold weather, which means it's flu season. And I'm like, did he just seriously say it was flu season? And then he's like, so if you get sick, there's only one person you're going to be able to call. Dr. Dr. Love. He really went around the side door for that one, didn't he? Like he's out of it's, shit to say. He's like, 
just pull the car over here. All right. I'm going to jump I out and see this real you quick. Tell, you could tell Gene was like, did he really just say it was flu season? You know, I said to Paul, why would you do that? We make less money when you ramble. Yeah. It's not necessary. Don't use backing tracks. Get your KISS vaccine. V-A-K-K-I-N-E. Vaccine. And the COVID and coronavirus, also with a K. KISS coronavirus at KISS.com. KISS condoms. KISS coffins. KISS coronavirus. And the and the nurses that give you the vaccine will all be wearing Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley makeup. Actually, they'll be wearing our underwear as we make kiss underwear for naughty nurses. It's very important to have a naughty nurse because after you have COVID with a K, you need sex from somebody from Dr. Love. And since I am straight, we need a nurse, a naughty nurse wearing kiss clothing, clothing with a K. Uh, uh, on that note jeff has this to say (laughs) thanks jeff yeah kiss thanks for all the support nuts well these nuts was part of the uh part of the opening uh today so you know you missed that jeff watch it on replay all right ladies and gentlemen we are done all three of you that are watching but hopefully a lot more of you are listening we are going to convert this right into an audio uh podcast and that should pop up on apple music uh apple podcast and spotify in about an hour uh otherwise if you want to watch this again you could watch it from the beginning but i think it takes a little time to archive because uh, you lose the chat for a while too and of course you want to see everything that jeff said in the chat like these nuts 2d uh, kiss these nuts, support these nuts. So this is obviously poetry. Um, happy birthday to Lane Henderson, his son, uh, who is pitching for the Corpus Christi Hooks and is far better a person than Jeff will ever, ever be. And I still don't know how he raised a good kid. Happy but birthday to Ducky also. It's Ducky's birthday? Yeah, yesterday. Oh, then it don't count anymore. What the heck with Ducky? <laughs> Ducky, happy birthday. Got some flan for you. There you go. We, did, we actually didn't talk about that, but we I knew I, we missed it. We, yeah, we didn't get flan. We didn't get chips. What's happening, baby? Yeah, we're going to have to talk about chips another time. We'll bring it up as like an awesome story. Get off of my Doc Martens right now, dog. Don't do it. Roger. Roger is the man. Roger's the he dog, is. but he, he is. just he, he likes trying to get my intention, my attention by like eating shoes. So, all right, everybody, thank you so much. Again, subscribe below, hit like, uh, and all that other fun stuff. And uh, come back next week for Record Store Day 2 preview, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam, for being here. Jeez, wow, I didn't even give you, like, a proper thank you. Thank you, Adam, for being here. You're my cousin, and I love you, and you shred. Love you too, bud. And thanks for the free dessert, because it was your birthday. Anytime. Somehow. (laughs) Somebody we made it so. <laughs> Bye. Bye.